If you're looking to earn more income online without being glued to your laptop, then I want to tell you about Kartra. With Kartra, selling your knowledge or services has never been easier. That's because it's the ultimate all-in-one platform for online success. With just a single login, Kartra gives you all the tools you need to grow your audience, monetize your content, and scale with confidence in one affordable, easy-to-use platform. With Kartra, you can build stunning pages and funnels, launch online products and courses, create customized checkouts, host webinars, set up autoresponders, and so much more. Unlike other platforms, Kartra has powerful automation features that are specifically designed to help you get more customers, make each customer worth more, and keep your customers, and it's entirely on autopilot. Plus, you can launch full-scale funnels in minutes when you customize Kartra's done-for-you campaigns that are already designed, connected, and written for you. Ready to make it easier to earn more? Visit dtm.world slash Kartra. That's K-A-R-T-R-A. That's right. dtm.world slash Kartra and use the coupon code DTM to also get a free trial and 20% off today. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Chance and my guest today is Andy Katormson. He is the co-founder and CM, CMO of Circle, the all-in-one community platform for professional creators and world-class brands. Formerly the VP of Growth at Teachable, Andrew has a deep background in courses, online marketing, memberships, and building growth marketing teams. So, Andy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Been uh, looking forward to this. Been on the calendar for a while. Well, great. I'm glad to have you. I'm, I, you know, I should be right up front and tell you that we have several circle communities. I don't know if you were new, knew that or not, but we run our fractional CMO network on a circle community. Give me a little bit of, of, I mean, Circle, many people, Teachable, I'm sure those are both brands many of our listeners are familiar with. What's kind of your journey to, I guess, to be becoming a co-founder of Circle? What what else have you done in your entrepreneurial journey? You know, when you start a new business, it's almost predicated on this like unique knowledge or secret or experience that you have that maybe feels unique to you. And... And maybe it's like not obvious to others. And for us, that was that if you really looked at all the top, let's say courses, creators, folks like that, where we were at Teachable, where we spent, you know, four years, when you really dove into the data, what you realize is the folks that had the most revenue, they had the most repeat buyers, they had the happiest students, the raving fans. They also, what they really had is they had these kind of community experiences alongside of it. And so that was really interesting. Yeah. And, you know, at the time, there actually weren't that many community platforms. There were course platforms with book groups. And then, you know, you'd have all the, the ads and distractions. There'd be Slack groups, but there wasn't this kind of holistic experience. And so we decided, hey, what if we create this little product where maybe you have a community experience, you can drop it into a course platform. And that's how uh, we started Circle. So, you know, it was really just a small little kind of mini product to begin, which turned into a, a business, you know, later as the idea evolved. There's a lot of buzz around the term community. There has been probably for the last five, 10 years, even. How do you distinguish? I mean, what's the unique distinguishing characteristic of a community 
as opposed to like an audience or an email list or you know some other vehicles that we're familiar with. So communities really refer to you know groups of people who are connecting with each other. A lot of times they're on you know one singular mission together. There's something that kind of like brings them all together. And so you know when right. you look at communities, you often see that there are these. A lot of times, the way you get values, there's what we call signature gatherings. There's maybe like two or three signature gatherings that they may have every week or every month, but the members, they know each other. And so, you know, for me, if I have an audience, I have a relationship yeah. with, you know, one, one of them, uh, with all of them, it's a one-to-many relationship with you know, these community experiences, the best memberships, the best cohort-based courses, the students, they're connecting with each other, the members are getting value from each other. And so it's right. unlocking a whole different dimension. Yeah, I've heard people say that that's when you know you really have a community is when you're, you know, they're talking as much to each other as they're certainly talking to whoever facilitates. Totally. It takes a lot of the pressure off you as the uh, person running the community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So can you, what's like the 30 second pitch of like, what is Circle? And, and maybe even talk a little bit about what you've become, what you've grown to, because obviously it was started as an idea, but now it's become a pretty significant business. Yeah. So, you know, when we look back at the last four years or so, you know, when, when Circle started, we've grown from having, you know, a, a handful of just creators who we were friends with and signed up for Circle as a, as a favor to having, you know, 10,000 plus customers, you know, everybody <laughs> from the small little kind of like individual one person businesses and creators to folks like Oprah, who literally became a customer yesterday and everything in between. And, uh, you know, Circle, when we look at you know, what it actually does, like what is Circle? Well, it's kind of a home for your community. It's your town hall. It's where you could do things like have live video streams. You can have discussions and interactions. You can create these, you know, moments for your members to connect with each other. You can do things like have a member directory in there. You can have your courses in there, but it's a home yeah. to take this community vision that you have and bring it to life, you know, really quickly. All right. So I have to back up something you just said was I'm envisioning like an, an onboarding specialist going, Oh, that's Oprah. Like, how did that go about? Did somebody, I mean, I'm guessing Oprah didn't sign up, but somebody on a team signed up and did what, what was the moment when somebody recognized, I think that's Oprah Winfrey's company. You know, believe it or not, Oprah does not go and buy her own software. So we had somebody yeah. reach out from, <laughs> it's called Oprah daily. It's actually a it's uh, essentially a membership site for fans of, of Oprah. And so, you know, their team reached out looking for a, a community yeah. tool to kind of enable that vision. And so, you know, then we went through a process with them and kind of like we do with a lot of customers, actually. Yeah, yeah. You recently did some surveys, some research in your own communities about community. And, you know, we had I'm not going to unpack the whole research thing, but there were some findings in there that I think are pretty instructional for anybody who is mulling over this idea or heck, they're full on into it and they're trying to figure out how to do it better. So I wonder, I wonder if we could talk a little bit about the survey itself. So tell set up kind of first, like who'd you survey, you know, what were you trying to find out? So I don't know if you're like me, John, but the, I, I, I like advice and I like opinions, but sometimes I just want to know what's actually happening. I just want the data. Let me come to my own conclusions, just looking at the raw data. And I want to know what's working. And so what we did is we took all of our customer data. You know, we have 10,000 communities on Circle. Uh, we actually reached out. We, we did a survey with 
close to 700 of those communities. And we put together this 87 page report, which essentially all this kind of like these proprietary findings. And essentially what it is, it's like, what do the, what we call kind of these like platinum communities, which are the ones that are the top compared to everybody else, what do they do differently? And so, you know, the report, it, it took months and months to put together, but actually we just, we released it today, probably the timing probably be off here a little bit, but it's, you know, available to everybody. We just made it free so that everybody can check it out and learn and it'll better the community space. And we'll have a link to it in the show notes. I have had the opportunity to go over the kind of key findings and maybe we could, I made notes on a couple that I think are really interesting that I'd like to know more about. So hopefully some listeners want to know more about them too. One of the, well, first off, let's define that platinum community. Is that somebody that you saw uh, growth that you saw, you know, very active membership that, you know, what got somebody into the platinum status? You know, a lot of times internally at, at Circle, we're talking about a lot of these customers who are doing really well. We know all their names. We have relationships with them. And when we kind of look at them, really how they're different is that they have consistent new member acquisition. There's yeah. demand for people to join the communities. They get onboarded really well. They immediately get value. They have really great retention. Like they stick around for a while. They talk about the community publicly, which kind of creates this almost flywheel effect of driving new acquisition. But I think if you had to really sum it up, it's like, if I'm running the community, these are the communities where the members feel like it's a no brainer to be part of it. They love it. Oftentimes it's a, most of the time it's paid community actually for the premium for the platinum communities. And they love to put mm -hmm. down their credit card and, and buy it because they get 10 times more value. And so that's what these are. And we just really did it. It's basically tied to revenue is essentially what it is. Revenue yeah. and retention. Okay. So a couple of the things, I don't think some of the findings probably are not going to be surprises to people, but you know, what are some of the things you saw? I don't know if they're best practices, if that's the right term, but you know, everybody wants to get new members. That's probably, you know, especially somebody kicks off a community they are going to charge money for, or even if it's free, it has maybe other purposes that lead to revenue. You know, how do you get, what are you seeing are some of the, the kind of best advice for getting new members? So the best communities, we talked a little bit earlier about this concept of signature gatherings. You know, a lot of people, they're overwhelmed. They're thinking, hey, I have to right. have so much stuff in my community. I have to deliver so much value. Actually, the best communities, what they do to acquire you know, new members is they have like three signature gatherings that are great, right? And a signature gathering can be so many different types of things, but it could be anything from a book club to a, a hot seat. One of my favorite signature gatherings would be a hot seat where you know, there's basically mm -hmm. one person in a, a group with six or seven folks. I spend 30 minutes kind of talking about my business problem. Maybe, if, maybe it's a gardening community, whatever it is. And then the other five or six people are there and they just like solve that one person's problem, right? Really valuable. And, you know, there's all sorts yeah. where, hey, I bring in an expert, you know, once a week or maybe once a month or, you know, maybe <clears> for <throat> my golfing community. Uh, I have some experts in my community and even better, I elevate them. We all kind of vote on what the topics are. And then, you know, somebody comes in or maybe I have a place for people to give feedback. And now a word from our sponsor, Work Better Now. Work Better Now provides outstanding talent from Latin America, hand matched to your business with over 40 roles across various industries, including marketing. They're a reliable partner for consistently finding the perfect fit for your business. Simply tell them what you need and they'll handle the rest hassle-free. We have two Work Better Now professionals on our team, a marketing assistant and a marketing coordinator. 
and we've been blown away by their abilities, responsiveness, and professionalism. They've really become an essential part of our growing team. And to top it off, each dedicated and full-time Work Better Now professional is $23.50 per month, and there are no contracts. To schedule a 15-minute consultation with a Work Better Now rep and see how they'll support your business growth goals, visit workbetternow.com. Mention the referral code DTM podcast, and you're going to get $150 off for your first three months. That's workbetternow.com. And don't forget that DTM podcast code. You know, one of the first things I outsourced when I started my business, payroll and HR. Well, Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it even easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, filling payroll taxes, getting set up for open enrollment. Oh, Gusto does it all. And you want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts. You get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise that 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto. 94. But here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash duct tape. Again, that's gusto.com slash duct tape. I'm telling you, you're going to love Gusto. Get started today. One of our top customers is a guy named David Perel. It's a multi-million dollar online course community. And it's all for writers who are, are trying to really level up their mm. you know, writing game. And so you can go in there, you can write, get feedback on your work from all these writing experts, really valuable. And so we have like, there's 15 different signature gatherings, but the folks who do really yeah. well, they have maybe three signature gatherings that are incredibly valuable. They don't try and you know do a whole bunch of other stuff on top of that. They just nail those. They charge what they're worth and, you know, they really deliver on those three things. They do those three things well. And so that was one of the <clears> big <throat> learnings for us in terms of um, acquisition. The other kind of interesting acquisition is that actually the platinum communities don't have more resources. So if you look at their teams, their budgets, what they do differently is they use multiple channels to acquire customers. So they use more channels in general than the bottom 90%, the other 90%, but they actually don't spend more, you know, which I thought was really promising is that you actually don't need more yeah. budget. And by the way, actually they all use very little from a paid acquisition perspective. It tends to be other more like organic channels and things like that. Yeah. And I, I suspect one of the uh, beauties of events is they do tend to generate some word of mouth. You know, people are talking about going to it, talking about what they got at it, you know, talking about it after the fact with people they met at the event. And so I'm sure that actually creates buzz, which creates acquisition. I want to go back to something you said or at least I heard, <laughs> maybe you didn't say it this way, but you know, I know for a lot of people, you build one of these communities and you think, oh, I need to just pack it with all kinds of stuff, you know, so that people feel like there's tons of value there, especially if I'm going to try to ask for $79 a month or something, you know, people need to feel mm -hmm. like there's just tons there. But I think I heard you kind of say that that sort of counterintuitive, that it's actually in a lot of ways, sometimes those are just overwhelming, right? If nobody gets any value because they can't sort through it all. Or are you advocating for, you know, a much, a much more minimalist, minimalistic approach to what people get? Absolutely. So high signal, you know, less noise 
right? Like become almost yeah. known for those, you know, three signature gatherings that you're great at. And by the way, it could be two or it could be five, but really right. like figure out, because it feels tempting to say, you know, we're also going to do this other thing. Like we're going to have a book club or, you know, we're going to bring in an expert. Right. Maybe an expert isn't right. And you also have to kind of tailor these signature gatherings to you and your personality. Like what's the one that you can actually sustain? Because, you know, maybe for you, you really yeah. enjoy being in front of people and talking and all of that live. Great. Well, then you know, bring in the experts, do the office hours, do the hot seats, all that kind of stuff. But maybe actually you're more of like a writer, written word. You don't like being on camera. Tailor it to kind of your personality and what you enjoy. One of the things, you know, in a lot of cases, especially free communities, really easy to join. But we all know <laughs> that uh, it's like a piece of software. I mean, the the better you get at using it, the more valuable it becomes to you. And I think communities are no different. So one of the findings was these some of these platinum communities really focus on onboarding. So talk a little bit about, you know, what are some of the essentials there? Because it's not enough to just have a, you know, a, a pinned post that says what to do when you get there. How do you, you know, make onboarding a really engaging event by itself? So... It's a great question. I'm really happy you asked because I do think if you look at the top, like let's say 1% of communities, I actually think they're the ones who nail it. And so I'll give you one of my favorite yeah. examples is a, it's a community for creators, business folks from a guy named Pat Flynn. It's called Smart Passive Income SBI oh, yeah. Pro Community. And so, you know, Pat and sure. his partner, Matt, I think they do, you know, really an amazing job of onboarding where what they do, they almost treat it like when you're a freshman going to college or, or university. So, you know, when I went to college, I, uh, I was 18 years old. And then I remember the, the, the next summer I was going to go or fall in the summer though, they do the freshman orientation. They bring everybody in, you meet all these different folks and then got to get to know everybody. So that when you join them a month or two later, there's, you know, familiar faces there. You don't feel like everything's brand new. Matt and Pat, they do something very similar in their community. They have hundreds of members. It's kind of a cohort type style where they bring people in quarterly, you know, or every other month, what they do is they get all these new members to get on a call and do an orientation before they even let them inside the community. This is like weeks beforehand and everybody gets to meet each other. They all get to kind of get to know each other's goals. They kind of in that call, they set the expectations for what you should contribute in the community because with these memberships, it's not just you saying, hey, if you pay, you get access. A yeah. lot of times it's a one-on-one -on -one application process. Yeah. You know, there's a commitment there between not just not just for you to make the commitment, but the member to make the commitment too. So it's a two-way street. So they all go through all the expectations. They meet each other. Then you know, a few weeks later, they get invited inside the community. Now, when they get inside the community, right away, there's really three things that you have to accomplish as the person running the community. So the first thing is you want people to really understand like the lay of the land. So like, how do they access the different signature gatherings and all those kind of yeah. promises that you made them? Like literally the practical nature, like how do I get it done and get access to it? The next thing is that you want to kind of over deliver on whatever they were expecting right away. Because, you know, if we were going into a new membership community, we're judging, like we're like the first thing we're doing is all right, how does this feel? What do right. I see? Is it active? All that kind of stuff. And so you yeah. really have to get them a quick win. And what Matt and Pat do is they have a, a new member checklist where they go down the list 
check all these different things off. They say, hey, go here, reach out to this person, connect with this thing, consume this information. And then what you can do is you can have them go through a new member checklist. You can actually say, when you go through this new member checklist, I want you to send me a DM. And then you can go in, DM them and give them some type of gift or something like that, right? The second thing you need to do is you need to generate some, and so that's, sorry, the third thing. So that's the second thing, which is like literally have them go and get a quick win. The third thing is have them connect with somebody. So have them meet another member. Now, a lot of ways you can do this. You can make the one-on-one introductions. You can say, hey, I think you should meet this person, reach out to them. Other thing you can do is you can have them, you can go and introduce them. So a lot of people say, hey, go and introduce yourself in the community. Totally fine. You can do that. Not the best though. Better thing to do is to mm-hmm. use your kind of influence running the community, come in and then say, hey, here's all these great things about John. Here's why John's in the community. This is what I know about John and you know how he can deliver value and make like an intro for your member, but connect them with somebody, like get them on a call, you know, that first day. So it's a lot mm-hmm. of positive reinforcement right away and removing that doubt. Yeah. Like a lot of things, you know, successful communities take work, right? <laughs> They're not just thought out, but, you know, obviously, you know, continue to listen, continue to add things, you know, continue to take feedback. Another thing, another topic in your research was retention. Obviously, there's nothing worse than adding two members and losing two members, right? In the same day. So, you know, what are some of the things that you have discovered from these platinum communities in terms of how they really focus on uh, retention? You know, it's really funny because we did a, as part of the survey, when we looked at the the platinum communities and everybody else, we asked everybody, like, what's your goals? And the platinum communities, I think we're a hundred percent, like double, twice as likely to say that retention was one of their top, top goals. But, you know, you can think about it. If you have a hundred members and you churn 10% of those members every single month, by the end of the year, all your members are gone. So it's really important. But the, um, I, I actually think retention happens up front mostly when you bring in your members mm. and can you like bring in the right people? And when you make that promise, cause it's yeah. going to be like on your community landing page and all of that, like, did you acquire the right folks? And so I think, you know, one of the best ways to do this, if you look at, let's say Jay Klaus, who's one of our top community admins has a great community. He talks to every single person up front and like, He has them apply, sets all the expectations, all of that. And so like, they know he'll tell them like, don't come in unless you're coming for a year. Cause like, it's a annual, you know, membership. And so I think by choosing the right folks, you will have better retention, but then it's just like, can I deliver on my signature gatherings? So, you know, some people want to have these like ongoing recurring memberships that deliver over and over again every month. And that's really admirable. It's really hard to deliver on, but when you deliver on it, you can really stand out. And and so I love that model. But if you look at other models, there are plenty of communities that actually, they don't need retention beyond that because there's a start and a finish. If they're, everybody's together on a mission for 30 days or 90 days, or, you know, there's mm. some big outcome. And so not every community has to have ongoing, you know, retention that spans years, sometimes just 30 days is enough to deliver on some really big promise and, and transformation for the members. Yeah. Well, Andy, I appreciate you taking a few moments to stop by the Duct Tape Marketing uh, Podcast. Where, where would you invite people to connect with you and, and learn more? Well, we'll have a link to the, the survey that you're giving away in our show notes, but is there anywhere else you'd uh, invite people to connect with you? 
sure, you can you know reach out to me anytime. My email is just Andrew at, at circle.so and you can come to, to circle.so if you ever want to learn about this community stuff. And there's tons of free resources there. But uh, John, thank you so much for having me on. It was really great to uh, get to, to chat with you. Yeah, absolutely. Again, thanks for stopping by. And hopefully we'll run into you one of these days out there on the road, or I guess in, in your case, maybe in one of the communities. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join podcast royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.